So God is at work and He's challenging people. And we need to really home in on what God is saying to each and every one of us as to next steps. And He is saying there are people here who need to make this step in baptism. He said it several times. And I want to re-emphasize that with a, a reference to bathrooms. Because we just had some work done in the bathroom where you get new grout. The new, the new tide, you can sit down here. You can't. It's not worth the musician sitting down this morning. No, no, definitely not. But when you're looking for products, one of the first things I do is go on the internet, because I'm very internet savvy. I know how to switch a computer on. And you look for reviews, because you're looking for stuff, you've, you've never used this stuff before, and I wanted to uh, make the, the grouting waterproof. And I came across this five-star review. Oh. Come along now, come along now. A five-star review of a particular product. And of course, when you're looking, you see the five-star review, you think, right, I'm going to home in, I'm going to delve a little deeper. And I want to read this review to you. The person said, and the person has got all this trouble to post this. We've had our bathroom completely refurbished. Come on, you've got to get in, get in practice for the Christmas season here. Could be a very long morning. Floor and wall tiles, com sorry, floor and walls completely tiled. This product was recommended by the tiler, especially to keep the grout clean on the floor. Five star review. How does the review end? I cannot comment, as I haven't used it yet. <laughs> True. <laughs> and sometimes we can be like that with baptism we love to see others baptised we would give it a five star review because it's there in the Bible Peter on the day of Pentecost says repent and be baptised the first requirement of discipleship is baptism. It is not the last. It is not an optional extra. It is something God has said from the very beginning. Repent and be baptized. So, for you to be baptized is wonderful, but how often are we like that person who posted, I haven't tried it myself. I haven't given myself to it. And you know, one of the things about the kingdom of God is we, we cannot do things by proxy. How many people here, I mean, I know that Richard preached a very powerful word on tithing. Was that just last week? A long week. He preached a very powerful word on tithing and the blessing that releases into our lives. But you cannot tithe by proxy. How many people would love to tithe by proxy? We'd love it, wouldn't it? If someone else tithes on our behalf. But we cannot do that. It's as we step out in obedience to Jesus' command, He then comes in and He blesses us. That is a promise of Scripture. And Malachi says, test me. Scripture rarely says, test me. But in Malachi, in the teaching on giving, it says, test me and say, will I not open up the windows of heaven for you? Baptism. We cannot be baptised by proxy. 
we cannot have someone else getting into the water on our behalf. And I would have loved to have been able to have been in that position where you could. Because it's a little bit like Izzy and her testimony. Growing up in a church that did not practice believers' baptism. You were christened as a baby. You had absolutely no memory of it whatsoever. And but you were told you could not then be baptised as a believer because of what had happened beforehand. You know, we need to stick to Scripture. This morning was very much, uh, I wanted to really home in on the fact that we need to stick to Scripture because as we stick to Scripture, God comes in with all the resources of heaven and backs up His Word, not our Word. You see, that's why it's such a strong position to be in. When you have been baptised as a believer, it puts you in that strong position that when the enemy comes and challenges you on your very identity in Christ, you can say, hang on a minute, I have been baptised, I have been buried, I have been raised to newness of life in Jesus. You have no claim to me. And it becomes a spiritual weapon. And we do not want to rob anyone of having that spiritual weapon. You know, life is a battle, isn't it? It is a battle. And God gives us the weapons that we need in order to overcome. And right there on the day of Pentecost, as Peter says, repent and be baptised, he's given us spiritual weapons in order to start the battle that we face day by day by day. So even now, as the call has gone out, there may be someone else here who needs to be baptised. We still have the opportunity and the time and the clothing and the towel in order to do that. But one of the things that I... I, I right. One of the things I want to just home in on to at the moment is the whole fact that what's happened today is happening within community. Isn't it wonderful that we've been able to come and we've been able to experience and share in the experience of Fian and Izzy being baptised? We will not forget that, just as they will not forget that. We will not forget that because I believe this is what God wants is to have, these, have this community practising scriptural preaching, teaching and principles in order that we might be marked out from the world in which we live. God is calling out of people who will be different. But the difference between us and the world outside is Jesus. Because Jesus is at the centre of all that we have done this morning. You see, if you take Jesus out of what's happened this morning, you've got a few people getting, two people getting wet. I mean, that's it, isn't it? A couple of deluded people getting wet. It's an empty activity without Jesus. But you put Jesus in the middle of this and suddenly it becomes an activity of heaven where we're identifying with Jesus in his death and his resurrection and the new life that he died to give us. And this community activity is so important. We must never ever grow weary of seeing people baptised. We must never grow weary because each and every one of them is a testimony to the power of Jesus at work today. Do you know baptism? When John, when John said, I have come to baptise, and this is only a fraction of the notes. 
I've slaved away all week. I wonder why I bothered. <laughs> and there are people out there thinking, I don't know why either. <laughs> but John says, I have come baptizing in order that he, Jesus, might be revealed to Israel. John is not interested in creating a ministry for himself. We are not interested in creating a name or a ministry for ourselves. It's King Jesus we promote. And John is saying, I came baptizing in order that he might reveal. What John is doing is he's taking a back step. He's taking a back seat uh, seat and saying, it's all about Jesus. But he said, she's come in order that Jesus might be revealed. You know what we've had this morning in those two baptisms? is we've had that increased revelation of Jesus at work among his people today. Again, it's not just a ritual. This is a living out of what Jesus is doing among us today. And we need to celebrate that. Jesus has been revealed to us as the one who's at work in 2019, changing lives from the inside out. Fantastic. What a privilege we have as the people of God to stand in that place and say, we have seen evidence. We have heard testimony of God at work in lives today. I have come, said John, in order that he might be revealed to Israel. But I have come baptizing in order that he might be revealed to Israel. Baptism, precious. Precious. Like Izzy, where are you, Izzy? You're back, you're back with, hello my dear. Where's Fian? There you are, hello my dear. I think you've both been Christians quite a while. Yes? I was a Christian ten years before I finally gave in to baptism. And that's why I could say to Izzy, you will not regret it. I mean, the thing that sort of struck me as I remember coming up out of the water is, why has it taken so long? You know, why did it take me so long to get to that point? But, you know, it demonstrates God's patience with us. And as we give in to him, he gives in to us. But come back to this family aspect. Now, I particularly wanted to home in on, on Fian, because I, I didn't know if he was going to be baptised. I didn't have that word of knowledge, is he? But Fian, you know, Fian, who has come among us for a little while, and there is that connection between our family and Fian. There wasn't when she first came, but there is now, because... She came and she said that she wanted to be a solicitor. Yes? You're studying hard, aren't you, Fian? Very, very hard to become a solicitor. She wants to become a solicitor study, uh, handling family law, which of course is what our daughter and her husband do. And so Fian was able to connect with them. I think it was possibly last Easter when they came. And then out of that, she spent how many weeks on the... Just one week... That only could stand them. You know, but that time down in, in Leeds at uh, Julian's office down there. And there's, there's this, this connection. And you think this is the community of God working. Who could have made that connection? And so taking a photograph of Fee and getting baptized, I'm going to send it off to Julian and Elizabeth. And they will celebrate. You say, we are, we are part of something God is doing across the world. It's not just here. But the community God is raising up is a powerful worldwide community who will proclaim Jesus as Lord. And so, when I heard about Fian being baptized, 
And I really wanted to come along this morning. You know, I've had a break of a couple of weeks because on the 1st of November, uh, I had an operation for which I've been waiting a year. Thank you. And everybody said, do not lift anything for six weeks. You're not allowed to strength, uh, stretch. Nobody mentioned about bending down. So you've got to cut right across here, and when you bend down, you realise how far away your feet are from your arms. Yeah? And so there were two reasons why I wasn't in the water baptising feeling when God has given us this connection. And the first is that I wouldn't be allowed to stretch or to bend. And the second is I wasn't asked. God will forgive you. And forget, this is where God and I differ. <laughs> but brothers and sisters, I believe God is doing something very special among us. The building across the road, we believe God wants to have that to cater for what God is doing among us. wasn't a bright idea. wasn't a bright idea. In fact, in some respects, it would have been a better idea for, humanly speaking, not to bother, to save a lot of work. But you imagine what God wants to do in us. There are over 200 adults gathered in here this morning. We have probably about 80 to 90 children. We're full. God is doing something in this community. Let's lay hold of it in obedience to the Word of God. Do what He tells us, as Izzy reminded us. Do what He tells us and we will be amazed by what God will do. Because he's promised. Yes? Yes?